0: Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. This is the first and only Wyoming-themed podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and joining me today is co-host, Zach (laughs) Gale. Zach, you're starting your practical, man. I am, yep. My schedule just got a lot busier. (laughs) That's awesome. No, that's good. That's good news. Um, You know, and we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, On this week... We're gonna split up each segment, so we'll have three different segments coming out for this week. Um, But first, before we jump into them, everyone, please, please subscribe, please follow us, share us out. Um, Let's grow our audience a little bit. I think, um, you know, if you guys like our ramblings, um, that's awesome, but if, you know, uh, we want an audience and we want your input too, if, if you guys want us to talk about anything, so. Definitely. We've
1: got an audience. We've got a lot of cool stuff, you know, special interviews. Um, We have a special position where we are just geographically with our, you know, access to our representatives. Um, So those are special things that are coming out straight for you guys. Um, You know, today we have one of our segments is going to be telling you what is on the ballot. Um, I don't know if you're going to find that anywhere else. So, uh, yeah, share us around with your
0: friends. Yeah. And let's... um... You know, uh, here are are our segments, you know, I don't know if we'll use this as the same intro or not, but uh, we're going to talk energy and ag, we'll have a, we'll have a kind of a local news, what's on the, what's on the ballot coming up for November, Um, and then we've obviously got some state news to talk about, so Zach, let's, let's jump in right into these guys. Welcome in, everyone. Here's our energy and agriculture segment for this week. This is brought to you by uh, Land Resources USA. I already gave Zach a fair warning. We have a lot to talk about. um, But I've told him that if I go on a tangent here, he can stop me. Um, We don't want too much of my opinions um, because we've got a lot of things going on. Um, I think it's all coming up due to November. So the first thing... Zach is. Um, we've talked about this commission already, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. Yep. Just as a reminder, it's a it's a outside party commission. The chairmen are all rotating, so like two two of them right now. I think were elected under the Obama administration. So it's a commission that rotates. You know, it's not like whoever the president is can just put whoever they want in this commission. That's a good thing. I think it's set up super well what we're talking about today is the federal regulatory commission is looking at allowing States to have authority on uh, carbon pricing. Mm. I did a little digging cause I was like, what's carbon pricing? That was kind of an interesting uh, word in short. It's a carbon tax. Um, they use fancy words. They use they they're using language to make it sound different it's a carbon tax. So we're coming back to kind of carbon tax. Um, You know, uh, some of the language I think is kind of hilarious that the carbon tax, the funds would be used for, you know, health problems that come from droughts and heat waves. Not sure how we are relating that to carbon emissions. Yeah. So... Not and in, in one of my comments was, you know, California has implemented this for a couple of years. Yeah. I think look how well that's going for them. Yeah.
1: I, you've got that, you know, up here in Montana, there's a carbon tax or they voted for a carbon tax. Um, not only did that cost taxpayers money, obviously, but you cost people jobs. Uh, jobs were lost. Huge amounts of jobs were cut um, because of this. Um,
0: it's, it's something we're going to keep an eye on because I actually though I don't like you know carbon tax or carbon pricing, I think that's we it, it, that's impen- that's impinging on you know a free market. However, I do like that the this federal commission is saying hey we'll just let the states decide you know if, if Montana and California you guys want to do it go right ahead you know we're not going to make this a federal thing So I like that you know they're keeping it again. You, the states you can decide, and it's up to you guys. So I do like that, but we're going to keep an eye on it. Um, and I think the the keeping an eye on is they've changed the word; it's a carbon pricing program. Yep. No, it's a tax. You're just you're just trying to get fancy and try and dodge, you know, the question. Um, yeah. So anyway, I so think that's it's kind funny a, here
1: in the article the way they're trying to sell it is uh, um, independent energy agency. Uh, is not approaching carbon pricing as an environmental regulator, but as a way to correct market imbalances resulting from state policies. And so I think – I don't want to say that's a lie, but, I mean, we can obviously see the jobs that were lost here in Montana because of the carbon tax absolutely had to do with environmental regulation.
0: Well, and see, and that's – and, again, we've talked about this where I think the state level and the feds should just get out of the energy. Just whoever wins, wins, you know, and, and this is the problem, right? They're saying, Hey, look, you know, the state, you're not making it fair to renewable. So we got to even the playing field. You know, which is like, well, you don't do that by doing more stuff. You know, it's, if anything, it's you, you, you cut your ties with it in general. That's a completely different topic, but yeah, see, they're just trying to use language and and confuse you. Um, So we'll again, this, they didn't pass anything. They're just looking at it and I do agree that they're looking at the state can decide. So yeah, no, uh, no freak out yet, but (laughs) um, still kind of in that federal realm, Converse County. I like this Converse County and and state officials are continuing to push on the Bureau of land management. There's a a big project that obviously is sitting on federal and state lands and leases. Um, you know, the company claims and the state claims that it could be about a 5,000 well project. That's massive. I bet that's kind of an uh, overestimate, but it's, it's still a big, big deal. Um, yeah. You know, uh, this is something we continue to talk about where, again, the government is getting in the way of kind of development, uh, some industry. Um, you know, uh, I see your comment here, like, I'm glad the state is pushing on them because it's like, hey, we we need to get people to work. We we need to make some money. Um, You know, and uh, there was really, in the article, there's really no good reason from the BLM on why they're dragging their feet. I think it's just November. That could
1: be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sad that something that's so vital to Wyoming and to people's livelihood in the state is. Thrown to the wind because of an election. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we really need to get this going, especially if the election doesn't go the way you want it to. Um, get this going now. Um, I think people know what I'm alluding to there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the election not going your way, I think Wyoming is struggling. We're headed into a very tough financial situation. Five thousand wells could. It be huge for Wyoming economy and state revenue.
0: Yeah, and and this leads into our next thing. And like I warned you, Zach, get, you know, get me off my <laughs> my soapbox if I get on too much here. But uh, so um, the 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 United States Congress is looking at some federal legislation. Um, I imagine the states going to look at some stuff. Uh, orphan wells. Now, an orphan well for anyone out there. You know, essentially it's a well, say I went and drilled a well 50 years ago um, and I've been having it run and, you know, the last, say, last couple of years, regardless of politics aside, it's just the production. Say it's only doing a barrel of oil a day, okay? At some point for me, it's not going to be very economic for me to keep running it, especially with the current situation. Um, so an orphan well would be, I, I went bankrupt and I can't plug it. I can't do anything with it. Um, and now there's a lot of steps and and we're going to get into this here. There's a lot of steps in the state of Wyoming on when this, when it becomes an actual orphan well. Okay. And we're not going to get into it here, but, um, that's kind of what an orphan well is, right? They kind of, they, they went bankrupt. They can't, they can't reclaim it. Um, You know, um, no one really wants to buy it. It's not very, it's not a valuable asset. What's driving me bonkers here is one, you've got two groups. You've got the Powder River Basin Resource Council and this new group that I've never heard of, Carbon Tracker Initiative. Um, And again, I think they're doing this on a political basis because we're getting closer to November. They are up in arms, and they're saying we have a problem here in the state. You know, there's going to be orphan wells sitting out here that are never going to get taken care of, and and the state hasn't done anything. You know, there's no there's no steps in place to remedy uh, remedy this. Yeah, both are wrong. Um, I will say this: the Powder River Basin, the Powder River Basin Resource Council, they are they are a conservative group, climate change group and they are actually, we've talked about this, Cheney has, is going to have the DOJ look into these groups. Where are they getting funding? I'm just going to put that where it is. You can go do your own research. Um, same with the Carbon Tracker Initiative. They are concerned about conservation, quote-unquote conservation, and climate change. I don't like these groups stepping in and having a voice because, one, we're going to talk about this Uh Petroleum Association Wyoming article and counter article to the Carbon Tracker Initiative. The Carbon Tracker Initiative wrote a report and published it where they incorrectly used data off the Wyoming Oil and Gas Commission and they incorrectly, you you know, pretty much spun it that there's a problem. this is a reason why we started this show is I am in oil and gas now I'm not like an expert by any means, but um, the Wyoming oil and gas commission has things in place. They have funds in place from production and they are going to clean up almost probably 2000 wells this year. Okay. We we have, we have things in place. We're going to clean it up. Okay. Um, you know, and then again, Pete Overmuller at, Petroleum Association of Wyoming, he came out and said, okay, this report's wrong. They're reading the, they're reading the data wrong. They obviously don't understand the things we have in place in the state level. Um, you know and uh, so anyways, I, it's, it's super frustrating that it's so political that it's in the name of conservation in the name of climate change, we're going to attack an industry. And what these two groups are pretty much proposing is more taxes. Yeah, they won't come out and say it, but that's what they're saying, and that's right. that's their that's their solution. Yeah, um, it sounds to, yeah.
1: It sounds to me on this article like there's they're calling for state legislation to like maybe create some sort of regulation so that those wells are capped almost as soon as the company goes under, and which I mean I totally understand the need for or the want to you know kind of preserve kind of public open lands you know and maybe capping these wells and stuff. But yeah, I'm going to kind of echo what Pete uh, Obermuller is saying here. You know, there's already, uh, I'll just read the quote, with so many rigs laid down, a significant acceleration of plugging and reclaiming wells would not only keep people in the industry employed now, but also reduce a long-term liability paid for entirely by the oil and natural gas industry, not Wyoming taxpayers. So it sounds like these companies are already doing that, or this, you know, these different groups within the state um so you know this kind of goes back to what we've been talking about with like the stage grass thing it's you know people just kind of beating their chest and and you know screaming at at people when they don't know the full story or they don't know what's already happening under you know behind the scenes or not even behind the scenes but it's already out there and there's plant. you know yeah people complaining and not putting forward a solution now i guess in this case their solution is more government regulation but as we both we've already talked about in all this government regulation is slowing this industry down and it's it's draining Wyoming of its of its money of its you know ability to effectively govern and provide for its citizens
0: yeah In, in 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 one thing I just did an interview with Esal. one thing I want to kind of be more positive here is if you if you pass legislation that they're proposing, where it's a quick, where it's quicker, right? We're going to plug it right away when it's noti- you know, notified as an orphan well. So a company like Esal, they actually may be able to look at an orphan well, right? An orphan, like we just said, an orphan well is really more. I went bankrupt and it's not making me any money. Okay, and that could be plenty of reasons. Esal and innovation, you know, it, tech and innovation they have a system where they could look at a couple of those wells and say, Hey, you know what? You actually could get more production out of these. If you put government regulation in place and said, you just plugged them, you're, you're, we're losing out on this resource here. So, right. um, yeah, you know, my biggest gripe, I think Zach is just, um, these groups that hide behind conservation um, they claim to know what they're talking about. And then you finally get actual people in the industry. They're like, no, you have no idea what you're talking about. You're incorrect. This report is wrong. And you're pretty much fear-mongering is, is what they're doing. Um, and it's a shame. And it's a shame that it's in Wyoming. Um, and again, we'll talk about Representative Cheney. I think, yeah, we need to figure out where people are getting this money from. You know, what? what's... You know, there's got to be a reason why, you know, if you're from Wyoming, um, you're not trying to attack the oil and gas industry this hard, um, unless you actually know what's going on in, in the industry. Um, and to piggyback on the ESAL thing, here's something we want to talk about. This is a, this is actually an ag, these guys were in agriculture. Um, they started Encore Green Solutions. Um, again, this is technology innovation. Trying to find a solution to a problem, um, these guys have found a way to recycle uh, used water from oil and gas development and use it for agriculture use. So it's safe. Okay, that's that's kind of the big the big issue, right? With produced water is, can we use it for agriculture? Can we use it for livestock? Okay. These guys have found, hey, we we can. There's a solu- There's there's a process we can do. Um, I want to salute those guys. Uh, I think we'd love to have them on. Um, but again, it's kind of like, these guys are kind of the opposite of those other groups. We're going to find a solution, um, to keep, to keep our industry going to, you know, to keep people working. Um, we're not just going to gripe and complain and, um, you know, uh, make it everyone else's problem. We're going to find a solution. Yeah, that's,
1: that's a huge thing. I mean, Wyoming and water rights are huge. I think a lot of states end up taking advantage of Wyoming and our kind of water rights because yep. they poorly manage their own. Um, and so I think this is huge uh, for for the state to, you know, be able to reuse and, and create a new industry even. So uh, this is awesome.
0: Yeah. And, and what's great about this technology is, you know, Texas and New Mexico are having problems with water, like water shortage, right? There we go. Now, like it started in Wyoming. It probably can be used down in other areas and globally. So, um, yeah, it's awesome. Um, okay. This is where it's like, you kick me off my soapbox here, Zach. Um, (laughs) with, with everything we've talked about so far, um, and I just did an interview with Salem at ESAL he actually got his start in the Navy in, in the nuclear engineering. Um, and that's actually where he got his start. So super fascinating. He knows a lot about, obviously, nuclear energy, and that's kind of how he brought his lens into oil and gas. Um, there was an op-ed article um, talking about Rollins. Uh Rollins has a new – there's obviously a big wind farm going in down there um and hey that's great people are working they're probably installing the wind farms that's awesome whatever 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 they have somebody st- she, she's not in she's not in 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 energy she doesn't work for the company she's just some person and she says and they're putting this in this op ed this is going to be more reliable it's going to be cheaper and you know um energy for the region okay false that's that's all incorrect and the reason i say that is back in 2018 um the manhattan institute so a third party they're they're its own it was it was its own study university they looked at you know what's what's the future of energy look like the real the real future of energy and um i'll try and not bore anyone here but in regards to let's let's start with this example, Zach. You have a million dollars, I have a million dollars. We have 30 years. I'm gonna do solar or wind, doesn't matter. I could do both. You're gonna do oil and gas, natural gas well. And we have 30 years, and we'll see how much energy we each produce. Mm-hmm. The natural gas well, when we're starting off with the same amount of money the natural gas well will be four to five times more in third in the same amount of time than renewables. Yeah. That's a fact. We'll put this up from the Manhattan Institute. Okay. And that's number one. So that's a huge difference. Same money, same time. It's going to be four to five times more energy produced. Um, you know, I, you know, actually, we're not even going to talk about any, any more of this stuff, but um, know the facts. Yeah.
1: Well, I want to point out, too, just kind of what you're going off here. That article that you linked here, I think it's from the Petroleum Association, Wyoming. It talks about Tesla's gig factory, the world's largest battery factory, and how mm-hmm. much energy it stores up to supply the U.S. Okay, so it says here, uh, stores up enough energy to supply the U.S. with enough power for about, three minutes. Compare that to the nation's oil reserves, which would meet the demand for about two months. There you have it. It's exponentially yeah. be- stronger, more uh, consumable. It, it's it's just better.
0: And, and it's getting cheaper, right? I mean, we just talked about some innovation, some people finding solutions to make it more efficient. It's getting cheaper, whereas renewables they claim it's getting cheaper but really it's not in like in the manhattan institute they talked about you know really the solar panels only have about eight percent more improvement until they hit just mathematically they can't get any more energy from the sun right again that's math that's that's a fact yeah um so um and, and you know i'll say this i think i'm i'm bashing on the renewables right now but Salem brought up a good point, because I asked him about his history in nuclear energy. And he's like, look, energy's energy. He's like, this whole, you know, fighting each other, and, you know, which we kind of talked about, like, the government should just get out of it, and just whatever happens, happens. Um, you know, it, we're going to need more energy than we needed today, tomorrow. That's just how it is. And I think we need to get it wherever we can. Um, so um yeah
1: yeah we're gonna get into some different types of renewables too here i mean kind of yeah. talking about nuclear um and i think it's it's a, something that people are so quick to dismiss um and i you found this really, it's down here a little ways but it's i think it's awesome i mean it it doesn't require from what i could understand doesn't require like plutonium or you know those rare those sort of elements yeah um uh
0: Anyway, we'll get to that. But Yeah. Um, well, and let's, you know, the last thing I wanted to say from this op-ed, again, this lady who was ever talking, I could pull it up, but she's like, it's going to bring 150 jobs to the area in 30 years. Yeah. I'm like, that's not very good. Like, and she was saying it like that's it was not. a good thing. I was like, you know, like one oil well could almost do that in a year. Right. So, you know, I'm doing like that meme thing where I'm like, what, like what, like, am I missing a zero? Like what are we, um, and then let alone the fact when those windmills go bad, we gotta, anyways, but I digress. Um, One last thing I wanna talk about is um, again, the state and the governor, um, he's doing some good things, state, you know, kind of outside COVID stuff. now, nothing was decided by the Supreme Court, and obviously because they 're missing a justice, so obviously nothing's going to happen but um, it 's sounding very good Wyoming, if you didn 't know this, Wyoming and Montana are suing the state of Washington because Washington has said we 're not going to let you export your coal, which i th- i I think the Supreme Court should step in and say you can't do that you know if you don 't want to buy their coal okay that's a different thing but to limit an interior state to not export it, you know, that's you can't do that. Um, right. And uh, you know, we've talked about this again. We we need to be energy dependent, and we need to we need to provide energy sources globally to our quote unquote allies. Mm-hmm. If you do not see that as a national security threat you are naive russia and china are one of the biggest producers of fossil any kind of energy the u.s needs to be in that game um and that's all i'm going to say about it so uh, we'll see now again everything hinges on november and it hinges on the supreme court justice um but um, so it's good news. We'll see, you know, it, it, it kind of all depends on that. But um, yeah, now nuclear, let's just get into the nuclear stuff here. Um, yeah. yeah. Super fascinating. Uh, <laughs> it is. Now, it, do you see the price tag on this thing? If they had to build it? No, there's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a new fusion reactor. Maybe we'll put it up on the website. It's called a spark. Yeah. Um, pretty much, it's pretty much like duplicating a magnetic field, like the sun has. Yeah.
1: It, I, I okay, so I mean, I'm by no means I'm a history guy. I'm not a science guy. So when I was reading through this, I was like, okay, this this sort of makes sense. But I, like the biggest thing was that it's creating sustainable energy that produces more energy than it consumes. So that means you're, like I said before, you're not using like plutonium or uranium or these radioactive chemicals to fuel your, your nuclear power plant. Um, uh, I, it's, it's awesome. And they're looking at having one built in about 15 years. Um, they, let's see, they're out of Massachusetts. They're out of MIT, right? Um, yeah, yeah, And they're, they're like, yeah, we're going to need a place to build this. And obviously we can't build this in Cambridge. <laughs> um, and so it's like, yeah, why? let's get Wyoming. I mean, why not build it here in Wyoming? Yeah. Um, you know, I've got some notes here. I mean, the federal government has incentivized electric cars so much that it like has made Elon Musk who he is. Like, that's how he's made his money, his electric car sales, you know, and these little rinky-dink silly cars that really maybe save you an infinitesimal amount of you know greenhouse gases Uh, let's get a a nuclear reactor like this up and working um yeah you know this would put the united
0: states as a leader in sustainable energy uh, huge i mean this is big yep well and i've been talking to people in oil and gas um in regards to Trump just signed action executive order about rare earth minerals um i'm kind of like you know no one would probably complain if we put some nuclear stuff out here yeah and then that squashes the whole debate about oil and gas and renewables cuz it's like well probably one freaking big reactor out of Casper probably could power the whole state exactly yeah you know, maybe that, the entire west side of the country <laughs> yeah yeah um and they actually, outside of this new technology, which it sounds like it's going to be about 15 years, um, you, you know, there are other traditional nuclear reactors that don't need water for coolant. So it's like you get those conservation guys off your back because it's like we're not using water. So right. take that off the highway. There's no wastewater. Yeah. Um, and they're smaller. So anyways, I, I think we need... To i i like what you're saying here like why can't wyoming have this let's let's put it out here um you know if let's be the leader you know let's let's be the leader in energy all energy renewables oil and gas let's do nuclear um yeah i love did you put that in there the we'll have artificial intelligence and then in 15 years we'll probably have a miniature sun oh yeah (laughs) no i didn't put that in there but it
1: looks like it yeah Maybe I put that in there. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> I mean it makes sense. This thing looks like something out of Iron Man. Like this, yeah, It's just contraption. Like it just looks, it looks really cool.
0: <laughs> well, what's funny now that I just realized it's called—they're calling it the Spark. Mm-hmm. You know, his thing in Iron Man is the Arc Reactor. You know, which was a and sustainable.
1: Yeah. Anyways, it's cool.
0: Yeah. Well, that's your energy, energy and ag update. Thank you for listening to this week of Go Be Wyoming. That was your energy and agriculture update. That was brought to you by Land Resources USA. If you guys like what we're doing, please uh, share, subscribe. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram. And you can see it on LinkedIn too. Thanks for listening.